Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Can I just tell you the dog is farting so bad right now and I am oh. I am dying. I'm dog locked farts. in a box with her because pest control is upstairs. We have these giant ants, like no joke. They're like half an inch big. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, oh. there is chaos going on around me, but that is the story of my life. Chaos of motherhood. Chaos Embrace of motherhood. It. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is the chaos of motherhood. Uh, well, today, you know, we talked about, we'd asked people for questions, feedback about the podcast. So we have several that we're going to go over today, answer your questions. Um, and But first, I wanted to get your thoughts because um, obviously people are very fired up. They're very mad at me, which I'm fine with that. Um, but Anthony Bass, this whole situation with his wife on an airplane, two children, 22 weeks pregnant. And the flight attendant asks her to clean up the popcorn that was on the floor underneath the chairs. Now, Anthony Bass was not with her to give to give everybody context because people believe he was holding the camera and it was like, why can't you as the father pick up the popcorn? He was not there. And Anthony Bass claims on his social media that the flight attendant, that the, not that exact flight attendant, but that the airline gave them the popcorn. Now, I have a friend that works for United. So I said, wait a minute, you guys give out popcorn? How come I'm not getting the popcorn? And he said, <laughs> no, we do not give out popcorn. You know, somebody either like went rogue, like they they had this free bag of popcorn or something and they thought that her two girls would want it or she brought the popcorn on the plane herself. So... That's like to be determined. But I I said <laughs> I was a person that completely would have trashed this mom, you know, before I had a child. I would have completely said, oh, get down. What are you talking about? You're, who cares that you're 22 weeks pregnant? You can do this. You know, your kids are pigs. Until I have a son that is a complete pig, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I, you know, when I was pregnant, for I'm sorry, at 22 weeks, you're halfway there. You're out of breath. You're tired. You know, you have all, that's if things are going well. Now, I've read that she had some early on complications, which thankfully everything seems to be good. But I'm shocked. Of course, people people are do not agree with me. They think that she is not handicapped. Get down. Clean up after your kids. The children, by the way, one is like two. It's like two five. and four, two and two five and, or something. Two and, five. and people say yeah. a five-year-old can clean. If a five-year-old can watch a stream. <laughs> Sorry, got an older then. <laughs> but wait, what's your what's your honest take? What do you how do you feel I about mean, this? I mean, I'm I'm not surprised he's getting so much hate back because it does sound very elitist, like, you know, this is ridiculous that you would ask my wife to clean up. Like it sounds bad coming from him. But honestly, I'm with you, Sarah. Like, I have a five-year-old that is a disaster with crumbs and crackers. And God forbid somebody gave him a bag of popcorn on an airplane. And just like that by myself is a lot. But I would, I try to clean up after him before we get off the plane, just as like a courtesy. However, if I also had a two-year-old and I was 22 weeks pregnant, which by the time it's your third baby... Like everything's stretched out. You're huge by that point. It's not like the first time where you just have a little, little, you know, little belly bulge. You're like big, uncomfortable. Lying with two toddlers is like, it should be like Guantanamo Bay torture treatment to fly with two toddlers by yourself. Add in the pregnancy, this poor woman, I, there's no way this flight attendant has kids that she would ask this woman to get on her knees and pick up after her child. Should she pick up after a child if she could? Sure. You cannot when you are pregnant with two toddlers. Like, that's insanity to me that she's getting so much hate over this. And, you know, I saw one post, uh, one person posted a comment that said, like, if your kid makes a mess in a restaurant, does the waitress ask you to get on your knees and clean the crumbs off the floor? No, it's part of what you're paying for. It's like the cleanup service. Thank you. Thank um, you. And there's there to me, there's a difference. When I saw that, I was like, that's not even a mess. Like, let me. No, let, it wasn't bad. Let, okay. KJ, by the way, $1,000 television. Did you see this? Threw a truck at our TV. So now it has a huge white strip through the, the television. We had a guy out here from Samsung, another complete racket. Take, comes out here for a hundred and forty-seven dollar fee to tell us. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I can't fix it. I'm like, you couldn't. Have, we sent him photos. You have to send him photos. He's like the TV fix it dude or something, Mister <laughs> TV fix it. He has a. He supposedly has a business, which is genius, but it's a racket. <laughs> we send him the pictures of it. He goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to come to your house and check it out. He steps in the house. I'm not even joking. Less than five minutes, he turns the television on. He turns the, te- the TV off. He examines the white strip and he goes, yeah, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to buy a new television. I'm like, and wow. he's like, and my fee is 147. dollars We were like, okay, wow. you did not need to come out here to say this. Uh, that's KJ. Two minutes. Do you know what KJ would do to that seat? The food, he, my son, our clothes, I'm going to start taking photos of the clothes he wears. They're so destroyed. <laughs> I feel bad giving them to Goodwill. I'm like, <laughs> I can't give this to another child. They're so shit stained. Like, what am I going to do? I didn't even think that was a mess. I'm like, you guys, if, if I could understand if the, those kids went to town, like my son probably will, writing on the seats, Ripping off the back, ripping out the things, food all over. Stickers on the window. Stickers on the windows. Stickers on the window. Vomit, food. I would say, okay, lady, that's like enough. That's ridiculous. But that little amount of popcorn and people are mom shaming her. I'm like, are you, it must be nice that you have a child that like listens. Do you think, KJ? No. We we just got a report yesterday at his daycare. They're like, do you guys know why KJ is headbutting children and trying to wrestle with them? (laughs) And they were like, we would like at home if you would reinforce the statement's gentle hands. I'm like, okay, gentle hands. So now every day Dan and I are like, gentle hands, KJ, gentle hands on the way to school. Because our little boy is like, this. he drinks bath water. He throws two trucks. I, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, I don't oh know. It must gosh, be nice to have a child that's ruly. I, 
And we try to discipline him. Like, I don't know. I, you know, no, it's little boys. Harry's the same way. Like the girls on a plane, they would be sitting and doing their little sticker book, a puzzle. Maybe not puzzle on a plane, but you get my point. They're like quiet, nice activities. Watch the iPad the whole time. Harrison, no, boys are boys are feral animals at that age. Thank you. And I don't know about you, but when you travel, even driving in the car or flying with kids, do you have anxiety the entire time? Like I just, I just, I ply him with so many snacks. I'm hoping he'll fall asleep. And then I just put the cocoa melon on like the screen the whole time. Uh-huh. I'm like, just please let me get. And of course, you know, I got to fly all the way across country to get to Maine. So I'm like, oh gosh. See, I only do a two hour flight to, to Tampa. Like that's the most I will do is fly to Florida. Cause that's, that's enough screen time that. It's wearing off towards the end, but I can get through it. And can we also just talk about how hard it is, what hell it is getting kids off the plane? Like when you're traveling by yourself. Thank you. you got shit everywhere. You're trying to pack it all up. You're finding the lost earbud that rolled behind the seat behind you. And it's like the anxiety of the people behind you. You know, it's like move, move, move because everybody wants off the plane. And at that same time, this poor woman is supposed to get her kids to sit still or help her pick up popcorn on her hands and knees, like as the plane is getting off. Insanity. This United Airlines flight attendant does not have kids. Maybe she has one, one like is, one is anomaly little girl that's like an angel. So now she thinks all kids are like that. But that is not the truth. Wait until you have a KJ slash hairball because... Uh, Oh, I, I, I don't that'll even, humble you real quick. I don't even think I'll. Tra- I don't think I'll be able to travel by myself when we have another kid because I, unless KJ does a complete one eighty, like <laughs> and, and, I mean, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I wish, like I wish. I mean, I, I he wants to be moving. I'm sure Harry does too. KJ is good for a couple hours and then he wants to move. He wants to be. Yeah, up. they have endless energy. They're literally bursting. So I'm like. This poor woman. It was so wild. Mm-hmm. I can't believe the mom um, shamers out there. Well, I mean, I can. I but. know. And they got a lot of hate for it, which, I mean, it did come off a little like elitist coming from him and the way like he worded it or whatever. And he wasn't even there. But no, I feel for that woman. I feel for you, mama. I feel for your mama, too. And I was actually surprised, too, in the comments for the video that I put up. People were like, oh, hire a nanny. And I'm like. God, you know, this is the only part about, I I feel like women have come a long way in our equal rights, but this is where I still feel society is sexist. It's like, you know, because they, people assume they have so much money, right? Like Mm -hmm. get a nanny. And then it's like, you know, if there was a picture of her that went viral for having a nanny, they'd go after her for having a nanny, being entitled and having a nanny. So it's like, that's where I feel like women can't win sometimes. It's like, you can't, Mm -hmm. you're, you're damned if you're trying to do it solo parenting while your husband's working. And then you're damned if you have money and you bring a nanny. No, it is the most underappreciated job in our country, like hands down. Yeah. Being a mom and traveling, good Lord. You deserve a medal if you get off the plane without like an air marshal having to intervene in your situation when you're traveling alone with toddlers. Yeah. Ridiculous. I... (laughs) Yeah, I said I was definitely a person I would have completely judged this mother until I had a child. And it's even the same with I used to judge parents that put children on leashes, you know, which, (laughs) by the way, I just got a message and someone said to me, it's no longer a leash. It's a oh, my God, what did they use? It's a child. I'd love to see. What did they call it? Let me look at the comment. It's something about it's a child harness apparatus or something hold on like (laughs) you can't use the word leash it's harness I'm like oh my gosh let me tell you Sophie had a leash when she was a toddler because she was insane so yes it was it was disguised as like a cute monkey backpack situation but that's just trying to like lay some sugar on the fact that you are putting your kid on a leash and it is for the safety of them and everybody around you by the way this this commenter writes by the way you don't put leashes on kids you put walking reins on on children my son had a very cute one that looked like a backpack on it is a walking rein fyi oh lady lady you need to spend some time like looking in the mirror because 
<laughs> you are you are walking your kid on a leash. Walking like, right. Just own it. Like forget the backpack. Like you could just go to PetSmart, get yourself a harness for a small dog and a leash because that is what it is. And, it, and there's no shame in that. Not, no, because you know, like now one of the scary parts is, right, KJ wants to go out and walk, right? He wa- Now he yeah. wants out of the stroller and he wants to walk in busy Los Angeles, okay? And he doesn't understand stopping at the intersection yet, you know? And I'm like, God, if we had another child and I was, or like, even if I was pregnant and trying to take him to the park, I would consider walking reins because what are you going to do? He's so fast. He's so fast. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. I would I would leash his ass up. I mean, it becomes such a safety thing, doesn't it? You're like anything to keep them alive. And if I have yeah. to put leashes, harness, walking reins, <laughs> whatever the reins. fuck you want to call it on him, I might consider doing that without Dan around. I'd have to. Absolutely. You're keeping them from like running into traffic. Harry's at the point now where... He does not want to hold my hand. Like, I had the rules with the girls until they were older. Like, if we're in a parking lot, you hold mama's hand. And he is like, fuck you, lady. Like, I am independent on my own. And he's, like, squeezing his hand, you know, his fingers out of mine. And then he's off. Like, he is off to the races. So. I know. It's really scary. It's scary. Yes. Yes. the kid up. (laughs) Walking and where were the other people on this airplane? Like, I would have helped this woman if I had the the luxury of flying by myself somewhere. And I saw a pregnant woman alone with two kids who were obviously, you know, a little out of hand. Or I don't even know if you call dropping popcorn on the floor out of hand. I would have gotten on my knees and helped this woman. Like, where is the other mom support or women support? And you see someone struggling, you help them out. You don't shame them. This is the th- I don't know how you felt, you know, like when your kids were little, but I do have to say, I, my faith in humanity, it's so interesting because how people act online, it to me is so different than how they act in real life. I mean, 
a hundred and at least for me, 180 degrees. Now I do go out every day with always like the mantra in my mind that like the world is here to help you. Like the world is your friend. People are your friends. I know you do. do. Bless your heart. I I know you do. I say it all the time. (laughs) I mean, not to be like walking into people's homes, but you know, just, I always, you know, like, like not, not friendly. Right. But, or, or, you know, not completely trusting everybody, but just, you know, I always try to think that people are always helping me in life. Right. But when I'm on most of the time, when I'm out on place in planes, people come up to me. Can I help you? Can I help you with your luggage? Every time I go to check in by myself with a two year old that's running around at like the car hurts right or get a rental the the men and women always go hey can we can we actually help you can we bring the car up for you I was like oh my god that'd be so amazing because otherwise I have to try to go get the car get the car seat in while locking him in the vehicle um I I find that people try to help me often very often did you like most of the time they do um and I don't know if I'm wrong for this but I get kind of pissed off when nobody offers so you know we just had spring break and we flew to Florida And it was me, the two girls, and Harry. We had, let's see, five pieces of luggage. And I still have to, Harry's still young enough. I have to bring his car seat. So I have one of those attachments that turns the car seat into a stroller. Yes. So you kind of pull it along. But it's still that heavy-ass car seat. We flew out of BWI, and you have to take a bus from parking to the airport. And it's, again, like I get anxiety about everybody's rushing to get on the bus and get going. On the way there, somebody, a guy who was traveling by himself, did stop and help me. And most of the time people do, like, because it's heavy-ass luggage. I'm trying to get five pieces on, put them in the little baggage area and the huge car seat on with the three kids. But on the way back, it was a bus full of people. And that's a whole different story. But Sam lost her phone. She was at the airport looking for her phone. We went to get the car to then pull around. So it was just me, Sophie, and Harry, but with all the luggage Nobody would get off their ass to help me. I am literally like falling down the stairs of the bus trying to drag out five pieces of luggage and the car seat stroller thing. Not one person. And there were a lot of men in there. And maybe that's old fashioned of me. But I'm going to raise Harrison to be the type of man that helps a woman. Yes. Like if you see a woman, an old lady, whoever yes. struggling, you get off your ass and you help them. Yes. Nobody would get up to help me. So I was definitely cursing up a storm under my breath that Uh, nobody did. I've had moments like that too where you think that people are going to help and they don't. And then I'm like, all right, well, then they're just going to have to wait because it's going to take me a while. Like, I don't know what I mean. It's going to take me a while. So I've had moments like that. And we just, you know, we continue our our home search out here to buy a house. And we went to an open house this weekend and I came so close. Oh, this is a whole nother. Really? This is a. No, I said came so close to telling off the realtor. I did not buying it. Oh, I missed that last part. I just heard came so close. I thought you meant to like finding the house. What did no. the realtor do? So she first of all, she was meeting us at the door of this house, right? Okay. She met everybody at the door and you had to check in, right? On her iPad. You have to put blah, blah, blah. So she said, Well, I want to remind you to hold your child while throughout this tour because there's many breakable things in this house. And I don't know. I'm trying to lose, I'm trying to cool my jets because I'm definitely an Irish. My mom's like Irish hot temper, but I came so close to saying like, do you want our money or not? You know, I know what I'm doing. Don't try to, I don't know. I almost went off on her. I mean, like, this is right after we got done talking about what a tornado uh, yeah. KJ is that just destroys everything in his yeah. wake. And here you are getting pissed at a real I'm like, I know my child. Thank you. Oh, I was so pissed. Like, bitch, Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, you think we're going to come in and destroy your home? Like, I don't know. Anyway, I know. Yeah, we probably will, but shame on you for assuming it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Don't assume it until I do it, damn it. Anyhow. (laughs) All right, we have to do do questions. Wait, I I am feeling badly about one comment, though, because this has been on my mind. Did you see? What? Well, I just said, you know, I don't walk into people's homes. I know this is probably like a stretch, but it... I, I I felt like I was making um, light of something, but did you see that that kid oh, that gosh. was shot for the going up to the thirteen year old kid? I don't want to. Yeah, I feel like I I don't know. I thought I, of that when you said it. Yeah, but me too. I, after I, I think said you it. were okay, but thank you for no I <laughs> addressing just, it just in case. I, I, no, right. I was just reading. I followed this guy, um, Tizzy Tizzy Rent on Instagram. He's got you know like a million followers, but he posts little videos of this type of stuff. And I was just watching the one about this poor boy, just was going to pick up his siblings 
and he was one street too far over, went to the wrong house. Old man, like 81-year-old man, opened the door, who, by the way, was a Christian minister. Did you see the books that he's written? It was called, like, How to Be the Angry Christian. How your anger is your strong suit. Yes, he's written books about being an angry Christian. Opens the door, sees this poor young kid, like this African-American kid. And I mean, poor, like the poor guy, not like literally rich is poor. And just shoots him, shoots him in the head. He falls over, shoots him again. And then do you know that he went to the neighbors, went to three different houses, knocked on the doors asking for help. I saw that. Nobody helped him, turned him away. And in the last house, he collapsed and is now in critical condition. I know. I... Uh, yeah. Terrible story. Terrible. Oh my God. So frightening. And, um, no, people I are awful. People, like, I know you want to walk so out careful. your front door and believe that people are good and want to help you, but I am having a hard time believing it nowadays. There is just so much hate. And I don't know if it's always been there, but social media brings it out more now because, you know, things go viral or if it's just worse. But to me, it feels worse. Like the the racism and the hate and everything, the the bigotry. I don't know. I know. Not to like be all wah, wah, when we were having such a fun chat, but I worry. I worry a lot. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I know it is. It's sometimes confusing, but I am always an optimist. I don't know. All right, pausing to thank our amazing sponsor, David Rubin. We love MD Laws, by the way. If you are going through a divorce, you need to call David Rubin. He specializes actually in dealing with narcissistic partners and difficult spouses. So before you even tell your significant other you're getting divorced, call David Rubin. MDLaws.com. You can make a free consultation right there on his website. In addition to that, Rubin Law has been in business for nearly three decades and does DUI, wills, estate planning, and more. It's a one-stop shop. Find out why people love David Rubin. By the way, this is for Maryland residents only. He handles divorce and family court just in the state of Maryland. Make your appointment at mdlaws.com. I just sound. Ah, God bless you for it. Oh my (laughs) gosh, the dog farted again. Ah. (laughs) All right, look, we we got to get to some questions here because people people had questions and feedback. Um, Lord. All right. uh, One of the first ones, because this is a very short one, people wanted to know if you have met your ex's girlfriend. That was, I think, something that was brought up on the show. You girls were going to meet, you're going to have coffee. We kind of debated if you should do coffee. if you should set some parameters around it, what is the update you can share? All right. So what, let me see how I can tactfully share this. So basically after everybody said, you know, I got a massive social media response saying, you know, meet the, be the bigger person, meet this woman. She's going to be in your child's life. Like it's important. So um, Harry's birthday party was coming up and I figured she would be there. So I reached out and said, I'd love to meet her before the party. So it's not awkward. However, I would just like to meet her one-on-one. Like, to me, it's just a little too awkward to go have coffee with my ex and his girlfriend. Like, that's just, who's still technically my husband. Like, we're not divorced yet. That's just, that pushes me past my limits. But I would love to meet her one-on-one. And that offer was rejected under those parameters that I set. Um, So I ended up having to meet her at the birthday party. And... The thing is, she was completely lovely. She was so nice. She was offering to help the whole time with the party. Like, I have nothing bad to say about her. She was she was lovely. She was lovely. So it's like everything inside me wanted to be like, ooh, who is this bitch? You know, like comparing myself to her and everything. Because, of course, you're going to wonder, like, Sure. Did my ex score up? Like, is she prettier than me? Is she whatever than me? But um, yeah, she like extinguished all that. Just she killed me with kindness. Like you told me to kill her with kindness. <laughs> she took it out of the playbook and killed me with she kindness. She listened to our podcast episode and she goes, Oh, I'm gonna one up you girls. I know I know. Clever girl, clever girl. <laughs> you know, so I got nothing bad to say. I've I've seen her a couple times since then, you know, because She'll be there at drop off or whatever. Um, And she says hi and she waves and she's nice. And Harry still like 
it was so sweet. So, you know, he was insanely sick this past week, like worst virus he's ever had. And he went over my exes for a day for his day. And he came back home and he was like, mom, you know, she, um, though, though I probably shouldn't say her name, but the woman, he didn't call her the woman, but her name. Yes. Um, she gave me a massage and it's called a digger and it's like little movements, like you dig your hands. And he was like, can you massage my back like that? And I was like, oh, she's taking care of him when he's sick, giving him digger massages. All you want is <sighs> for her to be good to your son and hopefully you girls be on the same page, be an ally. And, you know, we have to raise this little boy to be a wonderful gentleman that he's going to be. So how can this woman help me in this process? That's like, it's, it's I look, that's an easy thing to say when there's so many more factors, but I do think I see people that co-parent, it works well when they kind of keep that mission at the forefront. Hard to do all the time, but. Absolutely. I mean, it's one one extra person that is loving your child, that is being there for your child. How is that a bad thing? And And yes, like you want the jealous side or the resentful side wants to come out and take it out on this person, but. I had no, she, she was lovely. She still is lovely. Nothing bad to say about her. I actually like enjoy saying hi to her and it comes across as genuine. Like maybe she's pulling the fleece over my eyes, but it comes across as completely genuine. Well, so count your blessings and hope it, there you go. if you like her, hopefully it works. Usually if you like somebody, it's the kiss of death to their relationship. So it probably, you know, not you personally, but like I find. Well, there we go. Like. I hope she's not listening to my next move in the playbook. <laughs> I find in my world, whether it's something with someone my brother's dating or friend or dating, usually when I love them, like then they're gone. So there you know, so there you go. So anyway. Um, all right, let's move on. Um, do you have one or I've got one more yeah. one other one? Okay. What's um yours? I got one. It's kind of a long one. Let me see here. Um Oh my gosh, I just listened to your podcast about gun violence and mental health. I've been screaming about health and homes for people to live. This is, okay, my brother doesn't have any gun violence issues, but he has major mental health issues. Um, He lives in a church home that I found for him, but I don't love it. There's nothing for someone like him, and it is a struggle, not to mention heartbreaking. I wish I knew of a way to get something like that started, a nonprofit or something. So basically, like, She's got so much love for her brother and recognizes that he has mental health issues, luckily not violent yet. But I think what she's saying is there aren't any resources out there to take care of him to, like we were talking about, prevent a problem down the line, which is so sad. Like you said before, like lots of times the families do everything they can to help their loved one with mental health and there just aren't the resources out there. Yes. And lots of times they're afraid of the person. You know, it's like they're afraid. They've tried. You know, they have family members where the schizophrenia or the mental health is so bad. They've tried to get them on medication. They stay on medication for a while. They don't. And then they're back on the street or looking for, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm not by any means like well-versed in this. I just would love to hear both sides of an argument. Why do we not have these mental health campuses where people, again, give them every chance, but after three chances of either the family not being able to help, not wanting to help, the person can't help themselves, why can't we admit that person? And again, maybe they have criteria. They have to meet XYZ criteria to leave. You know, it's not like you are imprisoned, but I mean- it's so sad. They're so vulnerable here on the street to everybody, themselves, to other people. It happens every day here in Los Angeles. You hear somebody with mental health issues on the street stabs somebody else that's homeless, stabs somebody that's not homeless, um, loses their own life, is hit by a car. It's like, is that doing them? What freedom is that? Mm-hmm. I, is my opinion. But again, I'm not... Certainly there are people listening to this that have spent their their career in mental health. So maybe in this country, based on our laws. Well, it's, you know, when you can afford it. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. You know, we're lucky that, you know, if I had a family member that needed to go to rehab or needed to go to like the best psychiatric facility, we would be able to take care of them. But that's just because we're lucky to have the financial resources. The problem is when you don't, but you have all the love in the world for this person, there isn't enough programs out there to help them. What do they do? Which was my whole stick about, you know, billions of dollars being put into school resources officers since Columbine. And yet I think it was something like 58% of the schools that have school resource officers don't have a counselor, a guidance counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist, any mental health for the kids. So we need to, when you really need to wake up, I'm still waiting for the unicorn of a politician. That's going to be the one that says, I have a plan. I want to do something different. So yeah, we'll and see. then sticks with it, right? Then isn't influential yes, exactly. yeah, later on. Um, okay, here's another one. This person says, loved the episode where you guys talked about speech therapists. Sarah, I would not, I would get a new speech therapist. She should not be telling you what to do in your own home. This is in regards to, we have a speech therapist who's coming but tomorrow, by the way, um, who said everybody in the home has to be masked including herself, if they're over the age of three. So the only person that wouldn't be masked is KJ. Or she could do it outside. So we're going to try it outside for the first time tomorrow and then assess and go from there. I wrote back and I said, look, I I don't care if you wear a mask, but I do not – how does this work? What is the science that you wearing a mask is going to improve my child's speech in six months? Well, they don't have any of that because it's kind of a new phenomenon with with, uh, COVID. So I'm like – we're vaxxed, we're boosted, we've had it. Why? I don't know. I'm, I mean this with love and peace. You don't have to work for us. I just don't want that. So then they said, well, you can. Yeah, we because can be KJ can't see her mouth. Yeah, and I don't want to spend. He can't see faces, which you need to do in speech therapy. You need to see like R-O, you know. I don't anyway. want to spend, right, waste six months doing it if we're not. So anyhow, we're going to compromise and be outside. We'll see how tomorrow goes. We'll see how tomorrow goes. It's going to be outside. It's outside. Or I'm on the hunt for someone new. So we'll see how that goes. Um, then the other person, uh, she also had a comment about discipline and consequences when we talked about gentle parenting. I want to scream from the rooftop about this. Kids do not listen and or understand parents saying things like, use your words. Every kid needs discipline and has to know there are serious consequences for their actions in life, period. Even as an adult, if you murder, you go to jail. My kids are basically permitted to do whatever as long as they are respectful. Because I'm like that, I've never had any issues, and they're really great as adults, high schoolers. So... 
that's that person. I just want to know where, when she says they're permitted to do whatever, and therefore, you know, it all works out. What about when they don't want to eat their dinner? What about when they don't want to clean up their Legos? Like, do you have serious consequences for that? Or just like, tell me how you solve the everyday, you know, discipline opportunities, maybe. I don't know the right word for it. But what it just it drives me nuts, like these general parenting ideas. Like I need specifics on when you have a strong-willed child, there's that is just like doesn't care about timeout, doesn't care about threats or anything like that. What how else do you do it? Give me another option. So whoever you are, like God bless you that your high schoolers turned out perfect. My first two turned out pretty perfect, but Somebody with a strong-willed, crazy-ass kid, you tell me how you did it, but you know, you, without but, a... Wait, you don't discipline... Like, you don't hit Harry, right? Or do, or, oh, I, gosh, no. No, oh. no, 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 no. We okay. do timeout. It's like the worst punishment he... Actually, the worst punishment he gets is taking away screen time. But as that is the worst punishment for me, I, like, save that for the really bad stuff. Um, I don't know. I just got a new book on... Now they're not calling it gentle parenting. I forget what they're calling it. Uh, Everything some has other term, terms. like, I don't know. I, I got another book. We'll see how it goes. I like her Instagram, but like she had one today that said, you know, instead of telling them, like telling kids not to do something backfires. So she gave the example of don't, uh, are, you're spilling your drink. Like, don't do that. Don't turn your cup that way. It's spilling instead saying, Hold your cup upright. Hold your cup straight up. Remember to hold it up. So, you know, like little things like that, instead of saying, don't do this and no to that, instead oh. trying to solve the problem like before it happens with ins- clear instructions. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's hard to remember these things in the moment when it's happening. But yeah. so far, I am seeing I am seeing some improvement with the best thing I've done is the sticker chart on the fridge. Like, and then if he gets a whole row of stickers, you can just order sticker chart on Amazon, whatever. He gets a sticker for things like that was really good listening that you went and peed this morning when I asked you to, when he didn't feel like getting off the couch, you get a sticker for that. And once he gets a whole row of stickers, he gets to go in the treasure chest. Treasure chest is a little box on top of our fridge filled with a bunch of shit from like Oriental Trading Company. Like, you know, just a bunch of junk things, but because it's in the treasure box, it's like special. So that is working really well now when he's starting to have a meltdown. I don't want to do this. I'm not going to get dressed, whatever. It's, hmm, I wonder if you did really good listening and, you know, put your clothes on for school right now if you get a sticker for that. Wouldn't a good listening sticker be great? And it's like a magic wand most of the time. That's good. So we'll see. All right. That's a good trick. Yeah. We'll um, see if it wears off once he's like, this is a bunch of junk in here. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. I don't like this. Uh, Here's another one about our gentle parenting podcast. Um, This person says, probably not best practice, but I did instill the fear of death with dangerous stuff in my kids. Like around three, my child knew if she crossed the street, sorry, um, if she crossed the street and would be hit by a car, she could die. She will never cross the street or walk down our driveway without an adult (laughs) holding her hand. My husband was not a fan at the time, but I think now sees that she knows certain things will in fact harm her. Side note, um, then I had to talk about death, which was not easy, but that's not, uh, but that's what I did. Looking back, maybe not the best of ideas. I think about is that signed by my mom? Death. Did my mom send you that? Like, <laughs> is it Nubia mom on there? The handle. No. That's the way my mom raised us. Was in like, okay, so I have this terrible fear fear of alligators. I grew up in oh, Florida. Yeah. There's alligators all over, and she was, I guess, worried about me that I'd go wandering into a Florida lake or creek or something. So she used to read me the newspaper articles of like kids getting their heads bitten off by alligators. Or like kid was kidnapped and was decapitated, like their head was in the dumpster at the Walmart. That happened once. She read me the newspaper article. So like I was terrified. I still have nightmares now. And when I tell her about this, she goes, but it worked. You didn't get eaten by an alligator. You didn't get kidnapped by a psychopath. So, (laughs) 
But my parents used to do that. You know, like everybody says, remember, I, I was so little because this was like one of my first memories of television because they would sear the fear of death in. But Nancy Reagan did the dare, you know, um, program. The, uh, the drugs. Yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. Dare to not or say no, just say no to drugs. So I don't know if you remember the commercials on TV, but they would show there was one where it was like a parent went upstairs. The egg? The oh, I thought this you were going to say, like, this is drugs. your brain. This is your brain on drugs. This is your brain Any on questions? drugs. Any questions? And then there was another one where a dad, like, it was like a kid smoking a pipe. And I think the dad goes upstairs and finds him, like, dead in the bed. But maybe they end up <sighs> cutting the – my parents would be, like, when those commercials would come on, they'd be like, look at this. Look at this. This is what happens if you do drugs. And, like, I – I mean – that worked. Like I've never done anything more than weed because I've always felt like if I did drugs, I would die. I just, I don't know. I, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. So it's like, it's maybe like, there's something to it parents. that we don't die, but the, so basically traumatizing your kids into safety is like the nugget. That's the title like on that parenting book. My mom did the same thing though, that they put, they did instill the fear of death with major things. Like you will die. We will never see you again. Like you, you, and then you feel like, oh my God, I can't do that. I mean, they love me so I much. I'm going to die. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, does it work? I don't know. I don't know. It works, but is it the best way of doing it? Uh, one last one was on mental health. Um, like your your podcast episode with mental health, I believe it is hereditary, but I also think it can be socially driven. Um, and I feel for you guys, uh, my mom also feels the same way about therapy and it drives me nuts. I think that's referring to like basically when we grew up, we needed therapy and it was like, always yeah. thought, oh, you were crazy if you needed a therapist. But I do, I love that that's changing a hundred percent. People talk about mental health all the time now and it's awesome. It's awesome. You yeah. should. Totally agree. 100% call a therapist for anything. Call a therapist. Call a th it's so good to talk to somebody. Don't you love it? I love going to therapy. It's great to talk. A good one. It's hard. You know, you exactly. got to find a good one. And again, our country, craziness for our healthcare system. But usually the good ones I have found do not take health insurance. So exactly. You're, so you're paying 200 like How infuriating is that? Insane. The best good ones. mental health, you have to be able to have money. Like. That's what it always seems like it comes down to in this country. To, it does. You know, We're a capitalist have good, society. Have just the necessities of life. Uh, you, ah, uh, drives me nuts. Drives me, me nuts. Don't get me started on, you know, like I've always, I, I don't even want to get into it, but just like the people <laughs> that say, you it. know, abortion bans in one state. We'll just go to another state for your abortion. Like, okay, that works for the people that have the money to travel that can take off from work, can get a hotel room, can get a plane ticket, but that's not the people that it affects. It affects the low-income people that can't just pack up and head over to, you know, two states away for an abortion. So, ah, as I'm saying, don't get me started on that because I will just, like, go off the rails. I hear you. It's infuriating. No, I, I, I always think to our politicians, why would you not want to give, you know, mental, free mental health services, free therapy and free health care? Because if you produce a society where people are healthy and well, don't, aren't they going to work more for you and give you more tax money? Don't you want more people to be mentally sane and capable and very healthy because they're going to live longer? And that means the government is going to get more and more money from them. But if you continue to make people fat, sick and nearly dead... Where is all the cash coming from? Like that would be my it drives campaign. Me Give them free yes, stuff. So I feel we can... the same way about like immigration and stuff. You know, like I was watching an interesting piece. You know, I know I talk about John Oliver a lot, but I just love him. And he did one on farm workers. And, you know, it's like something crazy, like 80 percent of farm workers are illegal immigrants. And it's like these people are working hard. Why not give them citizenship so they can continue to thrive in this country they're willing to work hard pay their taxes you know have access to social programs and become just a, a better society like everything you just said i don't get it i don't get it um well we live in capitalism and capitalism there are winners and there are losers and i don't know we don't take good care of the losers so it's really no. and awful, i always believed but... in that growing up that's the crazy part was i was like a full-on capitalist republican up until 
I guess until Trump came around. And then ever since then, I've been reading more, having more of an open mind, exploring more. And it's like, fuck, we that way really doesn't take care of people. It takes care of one group of people. Like usually it's the white, rich, 1% of people are taken care of and everybody else is just kind of left to fend for themselves. And they're also pegged as the enemy. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a shitty system. So, you know, that's actually good that you mentioned that because that is the thing I think Trump did well is I think he did start shedding light on. I think so many people <laughs> care, you know, a lot more than yeah. did you care. I never cared about. I didn't I, care before. I never thought there was a huge difference between, I mean, there was a big difference between George W. Bush and President Obama. But at the time, you know, you didn't think much of it. You know, you just thought, eh, what, you know, it just continues. And I, I do think Trump has done a great job of really making people aware of our politics now, of like, it matters. It matters, like, what you believe in. So that's yeah, a good 100%. point. He did do that, and which is um, – you know, that's probably that for me. I'm with you. I would I that's most about it. despise. Yeah, I just despise that he does not care about the American people. And I I'm not a, I'm with you. I'm not a huge fan of Joe Biden. I don't think what they're doing is great either. And I think they, for example, you know, he'd promised a committee about gun violence. I think there's one person that's ahead of the gun violence or two. The, he never came through on that promise. And, uh, you know, I'm not wild about that either, but I do think Joe Biden cares about America. I think he wants something better for this country. And what drives me crazy is Trump, you know, it's just all about Trump and his kids and making them it rich. And, and he doesn't give the a fuck about that, No, the thing that angers me the most is he has incited this, like, far right, you know, like the ultra MAGA part of the country are just like inflamed and are becoming a lot more incited because they have this man to rally behind and they're fucking dangerous. And he doesn't even care about that. He's incited this whole wave of, that's going to set us back hundreds of years um, because whatever their votes and it, it keeps him in the news. And it's like, dude, don't you have a responsibility here? But obviously, after January 6th, he thinks he has no responsibility. So, yeah. I know it's hard. I do think, though, uh, well, we should do it. We could do a whole – because it will be. We'll be having a presidential election. I, I think, too, not everybody that supports Trump is, like, crazy right wing. I mean, I think people yeah. like uh, – what they like is he – they loved the idea of draining the swamp because, in a way, it is a swamp, you know? And we know a lot of those politicians, Democrat, Republican, they do a lot – they're hypocrites on both sides they all go in they do insider trading they all leave almost all of them leave millionaires so i think people love the idea of somebody that would stand up to that it's just he never he didn't do that for other no, people. he was swamp he master yeah he, he was the leading swamp monster example like the creature from the black lagoon <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, we'll be back I next know. week. We got to wrap it up. We could just go on and on forever. Yes. Um, where can people follow you and watch our videos? Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and everything um, at Ms. Pink Monster, MS Pink Monster. And from there, you can find the YouTube videos of all our old podcasts, all the fun stuff that we post, the good, dirty stuff about our personal lives, our psycho children all of it in between all right we'll talk to you next week bye natasha hi love you my friend love you too